0: Hey fam, um, you know, whenever I do one of these pre-show introductions, you can usually imagine that something's gone slightly wrong. Um, well, um, there's been a bit of a fiasco, and a, one of our terrible mics uh, that Milo and I bought last year in Edinburgh when we realized we only had th- had three mics but had to do a show with four people, uh, and I paid £20 for it, including the XLR cable, has predictably crapped out on us. So what we have planned was a show uh, with Edie, uh, who does our shirts and who owns uh, Tiny Comrade, uh, which is a great company for socialist babies and the parents who love them. Um, and Alex Hearn, who's the uh, tech features writer at The Guardian, we had them on together. We were talking about like Guido Fox. We were talking about the company. We were talking about like a lot of fun shit and Uber and Cambridge Analytica and stuff. Uh, the bit that had the Uber and Cambridge Analytica stuff uh is completely static because of the terrible fourth microphone so we've we've sacrificed it to our pagan gods um and we're gonna get uh back together with alex uh over easter weekend uh so we can have what will probably just be a more developed version of that story then uh so what i've decided decided to do is the bit of the show that we can save is the bit where we're just like bullshitting about disney characters and talking aimlessly just just having fun um and then talking, telling the story about uh, Tiny Comrade and its tales uh, with Guido. Guido, Paul Staines. Um, there's a bit, this, the static starts in a little bit, about 75% of the way in, um, so just be warned about that. But I've, I've checked through it, it's it's pretty much fine. It's just after that it gets pretty bad. Uh, so we're gonna get the full full treatment, the full full Hearn treatment after this. Um, if you want, I suggest you follow uh Lil Comrade. I think it's Lil Comrade on Twitter. I'm gonna Google this. I really have to learn how to prepare a little bit more. Uh yeah, it's um So yeah, uh follow Edie's business at uh, Tiny Comrade on Twitter. Uh, buy trash feature shirts. Buy shirts for other uh d- d- people who are babies as well. Uh it's at Lilcomrade.com. Uh anyways, so we're gonna go into the episode now and then um see you on
1: the Right.
0: There we go. Actually I'm such a feminist, I don't go around telling women to smile. I'm like, hey baby, you should frown. The world is fucked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, recently on Twitter, um, Chief Secretary to the Treasury and uh, noted genius um, Liz Truss has been trying to develop the children's cartoon character of Tigger as um, some kind of ideological godhead (laughs) of, like, (laughs) positive, bouncy conservatism. Um, This is real. She's doing this. Uh, She has this idea that if we're all more like Tigger, so we're, like, positive, bouncy, and individualist, um, and tangentially export lots of cheese, that's what she's into, um, then the economy will just be buoyed through Brexit by like, sheer force of will. Um, so I feel like uh, we need to unpack the Tigger myth a little bit here, um, because it's actually a really illuminative allegory for Tory <laughs> politics. Um, just just not in the way that she thinks it is at all. Um, okay, so the Tigger movie opens um, yeah. with the animals of the Hundred Acre Wood uh, building a home for Eeyore um, so he can make it through the winter. Um, Tigger bounces a lot and is looking around for someone else to bounce with him and he accidentally destroys Eeyore's home with a boulder. Um, So we already have Tigger's ideology of bouncy individualism being set up as antithetical to the aims of collective action um, and actually basically destructive to society as a whole. (laughs) Um, The rest of the plot is just Tigger bouncing around like a fucking lot and isolating himself totally as a result. Um, And he tries to find another Tigger to bounce with him, um, but there aren't any. So then we reach this point where Tigger's own positivity and specifically the moment when he realises that that positivity is... Totally misaligned with the world that he exists in is actually what's atomizing him, and this drives him to a full-on breakdown. Uh, this is a kids' film, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's important to remember that. Um, so this is this is actually a little bit like what Riley discussed in his comic book club episode the other day. I think because th- it's this kind of like positive individualist, be your own boss conservatism that is actually isolating us from each other and from the causes of society's problems by turning them inward. Um, So anyway, the way that Tigger overcomes this personal political crisis is by forging friendships with the other animals and then they do a certain amount of controlled bouncing together. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is the plot of the film. Um, But without... But without, him, <laughs> but without him like Wrecking all of uh, their lives Which is like a much better scenario um, So it's really a story of how we need Solidarity to overcome the il- ills Of individualism and have a functual- Functioning society and make it Through the winter together So all I can take from this is that either Liz Truss hasn't watched the Tigger movie All the way through <laughs> uh, Or, <laughs> or she does- she's
1: watched the Tigger movie so much but like, she's <laughs> or, <immortal.
0: laughs>
2: or that she Doesn't know how to do critical theory Um, which is definitely what I'm doing right now. Um, And then, so I just wanted to ask you guys, like, um, what other kids' characters are emblematic of modern conservatism?
1: Shinji Akari. Wily
3: Coyote, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. No, it's Bugs Bunny, because he's a dickhead.
2: Anyway, they're all really good shouts, but um, I'm sorry, the actual answer is Kermit the Frog, because he has the exact same speaking voice as Jordan Peterson. (laughs) 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 <laughs> Fuck you for bringing in Jordan Peterson too early I, I, I
1: think about Jordan Peterson Like all the time um, I think about him in the
0: shower I write I all of my All of my notebooks I've just written down Mr. Jordan Peterson <laughs> Mr. Jordan Peterson Have you seen this Peterson. line of merch
2: That he's doing?
0: Wait well, he's holding are you, ma- are you making to do it? merch?
2: Yeah no no I, ju- I saw this literally On the train here Um, There's a I don't know whether this is Actually stuff that he's selling Or that somebody else is selling That's oh, affiliated gosh. with him Yeah But it, there's a line of Jordan Peterson merch that is just basically clean your room, and um, and it's <laughs> a, and it's like list a tick list of things like, um, get your life sorted. And one of them for some reason is save your dad, which is like creepily. So brilliant.
3: he's just being the alt right's collective mum. No, <laughs> yeah, he, he's he's
2: their, he's their dad in a, in a sense. Pick well, your no, shit I'm, up. Yeah, the best help your dad. It's horrifying.
3: The, the best
0: Jordan Peterson merch would be I don't know if you guys remember from the the show we did with Taylor Lawrence, where she told us about all the shit that she was finding at the Consumer Electronics Expo, and one of the things was like a ten thousand dollar thing that just folds all your shirts. That would be the ultimate oh, Jordan yeah, Peterson I tie-in. That. You know, um, you know when you know when you go to
1: um concerts like the esteemed uh band you might know as Corn. Uh, or Uh, disturbed and
0: you have (laughs) and you have what do you know them as um (laughs)
2: has anybody else seen corn live i've
0: seen corn live. i know them as friends (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, corn taught me that it was okay to be weird
1: you know like how you have like guys outside selling like fake merch yeah Um, so so jordan peterson and sam harris and like all the rest of these charts they're doing like stadium shows this summer in london um where you have where where tickets are like 125 pounds a head. Um, so I reckon that we could make a really good side hustle because ED makes t-shirts. We should make Jordan Peterson t-shirts, but Jordan Peterson's name written in the same font as Corn,
0: also <laughs> also spelled wrong.
1: Yeah, just just with spell it just slightly
0: wrong. With the R wrong, backwards, obviously. With the R <laughs> backwards. And no, and they no, well because Toys R Us
4: has just Jordan Jordan Peterson has just but gone Ms. into them with a picture of him.
0: Toys, or, Toys R Us has just gone into liquidation, right? That means that backwards R is open, so we can just do Jordan Peterson, Jordan, Jordan Peterson, but with the R backwards in the Toys R Us one. I love this It'd idea that, like,
3: for for the last forty years, the yeah. backwards R has been I verboten think... because Toys R Us own it. Like, fuck you! No, you cannot write uh, that letter the other way. I think you'll find way. that uh, Toys R Us is actually
4: evidence of the Russian incursion into society. That's actually the Cyrillic letter. It's Yah. like
0: Russia. It's like Russia and children's lemonade stands are threatening <laughs> democracy right now. <laughs>
4: um. Exactly. They they they're, they're ganging the kids while they're young it's through so the action then. <laughs> and we have our frat boy Edie
2: <laughs> for the record I just opened a beer with my teeth.
3: so I winced <laughs> while it happened because so I have seen teeth
2: ruined like that <laughs> so I will be your dog. I've got a couple more years of doing it I think
1: <laughs> so that's our that's our summer sorted.
0: it is is watching the Tigger movie to learn about individualism uh, <laughs> and, the, crying, and, and crying and crying after no, watching no
2: no I cried all the way through and I, and this isn't a joke like I, I first watched it when I was 15 yeah. um, before I knew any of the kind of political implications of it. Um, Yeah. Now it's important for critical theory. Like, I Mm. absolutely stand by that. But, uh, yeah, I cried all the way through. Because it is actually a really sad film when he realises that he's made himself completely alone.
3: I do love how many kids' films are just completely brutal.
0: Really fucked, yeah, exactly. Jacob Rees-Mogg is the owl. For sure. Because, Because, well, A, obviously... But B, because the owl's main claim to like intellectual capacity is that he can spell the word Tuesday without getting it wrong, <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that Jacob Rees-Mogg is probably only one or two tries away from getting it.
2: <laughs> also, rabbit is rabbit is like a J-
4: Jacob Rees-Mogg is a bit like they tried to make a sort of human version of General Grievous from Star Wars. <laughs>
3: At least two fewer lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. least,
4: we don't know how many... Well, we don't know how many
0: lightsabers Jacob rees has. I've said this before on the show. If General Grievous wore a top
4: hat... This- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's
0: gentleman grievous and threw
4: fish at people instead of using and light. I just want to point out as
2: well that um, rabbit is is like a really angry kind of get off my lawn Brexit dad. He's like the. Um, do you remember that video where the guy who worked for the BBC had a total breakdown and like citizens arrested a family in a car? Oh
3: yeah. god, yes.
2: Yeah. So rabbits like that. Rabbits like <laughs> like like canonically puce. Uh, Wait, well,
3: it's okay. So hang ironically, on. rabbit is gammon, but piglet is. Well, Piglet, so Piglet's, Piglet's a, is a snowflake.
2: Piglet's a snowflake.
0: Piglet's been taken to China uh, as part of an unspecified uh, market oh, yeah. opening. As a result, which from Mylo- yeah, Milo true, said, yeah. my question is absolutely. Well, are, I think is are the like Eeyore is the Romaniacs right? At no, this point, Ian Dunt um, is Eeyore?
2: Um. No, I feel like. So are you, are you actually asking me to do more analysis of the plot of this film?
0: <laughs> is that emotional labour? <laughs>
2: yeah. Because because what, what's weird about this is that um, so I do have a literature degree and I feel a little bit like, you know, when York alumni call me up and go, so what did you do with your liter- literature degree? <laughs> and I'll be like, well, an awful lot of critical theory about the Tigger movie. That's
0: um, five episode titles Episode
1: title right there. <laughs> this is like, so the York alumni to. Thing, call me up every Sunday, yeah, because they want to get money from me. Um, um bu- business mindset and all that, and I always like wonder like what I should tell them in terms of number one, I don't have money to give you, yeah, and number two, like I really don't want any of my money going to like the Caledonian Society, <laughs> um, and I'm pretty like a hundred percent sure <laughs> it's it's going to go there. Um, so I think the next time when they call on Sunday, I'm just going to like explain. Like I'm just going to explain Evangelion to them. i was <laughs> going to be a like, look. I'll give you the money, but you've got to listen to my theory first. Anyway, Shinji Ikari is actually a <laughs> ball of piss. Um, anyway, no, I'm
0: the, no. Say you're in. Say that you've got an exciting new job in the Gucci gang, uh, <laughs> controlling and you and you and your friends are. Controlling I will donate millions.
4: fifty thousand pounds worth of. I <laughs> will <sandwiches. laughs> donate
0: fifty thousand pounds to an ISIS-affiliated charity of your choice. <laughs> so I've
3: been on the other end of those lines, and I think the best thing to do because you know you don't you don't want to wreck the student who is frankly being paid living wage to to call you up and beg you for donations what you do is you give them a very simple command which is i will give you uh 10 pounds a month and then you give an incredibly specific earmark on it you know 10 pounds a month but it can only be used for cutlery in the canteen because i just really want the students to have really really good cutlery and then the student the, the student on the phone just gets to write that down and go like yeah sure okay and then someone in the accounts department stares at that and goes is this is this even possible? Because they can't <laughs> legally take your donation if they don't <laughs> hypothecate it to exclusively cutlery. So what I would probably do
0: in that case is I'd say I'd like to make a donation of a £1,000, but I'd like to make a donation exclusively for, for recursive signage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I want to get some people fucking lost. You, you are running it? the
3: risk of them going, yeah, fuck it. This guy's an <laughs> asshole. We've hated him forever. Bill £1,000 worth of signs and bill him.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I get the satisfaction of knowing that a lot of people around the University of, uh, I don't know, LSE or Oxford, I guess, um, are just sort of walking. Yeah, why out if you, of what if you
4: course. offered them, like, a really huge amount of money, but for something that they could obviously never use? Like, I will donate a million pounds, but you can only spend it on clogs.
0: Anyway, shall we open the show formally? <laughs> sure. <laughs>
4: why not? Um, welcome
0: to uh, yet another episode of uh, Riley's Gonna Burp trash future That's
2: disgusting. <laughs>
0: when you make a wish sometimes it comes true <laughs> um welcome to you another episode you said you weren't episode. gonna
2: fuck up the intro this time and you just of... burped into your mic
0: i burped not into my mic specifically <laughs> i moved my face away from the fucking it was a respectful shit. feminist but yeah it was this. yeah exactly. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> anyway um, so i'm gonna say uh a welcome to back to listeners of the show, but how the future, if we do not implement fully automated luxury gay space communism and buy shirts from Lil' Comrade, uh, okay. is going to be uh, trash. Uh, we have a quite a lineup for you today. We have some shit to talk about. We've got some, well, basically just that. We have some beers. Uh, we, I, I ate a sandwich. Um <laughs> my name is Riley. You can follow me on twitter at rala r w a l e h it 's a bad twitter handle, but it 's too late to change it uh Who am I with starting from my right, like tigger? <laughs>
2: Oh, God. Hi, um, I'm Edie Miller. Um, I print t-shirts. And a long time ago, I also went to university with Hussein, um, where he, I have to say, he did a a really great job as chair of the Young Conservatives for Anime Society.
0: (laughs) 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 The Paul IRL meetup board. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
2: I, I i enjoyed queuing that up and just seeing the panic in Hussein's eyes. <laughs> like, do I, do I have to
1: deny
3: this? Do I have to deny this? What's going to be in the end of this? I time? mean, I
1: was a committee member of the University of York Debasing Society, which is effectively the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is, yeah. So it's not like that far from the truth. And also, I was very close to joining the York Freedom Society. <sighs> Yeah, because I was like, the fan yeah. The club for the George Michael song, Freedom? It's like, yeah, I love, <laughs> I, I love freedom. I love libertarianism. I'm going to cut it um, in. There's a 30% chance I'll cut it in. <laughs> but remember, this was 2010, and now... The- <laughs> and
0: libertarianism was cool. Oh, man. right. This is 2010, back before freedom also meant
1: racism. <laughs> yes. Well, no, it still meant racism, but there
0: were less YouTubers doing it.
2: Um, I'm at Multiple Buyers, and my shop is at Tiny Comrade.
0: And if you wanted to buy a Trash Future shirt, that's where you would go. Yes. Buy a shirt. Please buy a shirt, I need to feed my children. We have three <laughs> kinds of messaging
1: here in Trash Feature.
4: Let's hurry up. Tris. So liminal,
0: liminal, and super liminal. <laughs> I'm not smart enough to do anything backwards, so I'm only doing super liminal. <laughs> buy a
3: shirt. I am Alex Hearn, I'm a technology features writer at The Guardian. Uh, I, at the university, ran the bar, which is completely ideologically pure. I took everyone's money and I served them poison. Uh, but it also stopped me from doing, you know, the, the, the true love, which was Podcasting. Uh, conservative board games club. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Where... like se-
0: it's like settlers of Catan, but ev- all the white people win every time.
3: <laughs> I mean, Christ, oh, no! Now I'm now like the, mi- the minute I sit down, it's like, oh shit, board games are board games are fascist. awful. Board games are fascist. Like, <laughs> they are yeah, fascist. they are. They are the struggle. They are purely. Just I think the
1: only non-fascist game is Uno.
3: <laughs> justify <laughs> yes. yourself.
1: It's, it just is. I don't need to justify it on my own damn show. Yeah, d- <laughs> do
0: logic. Come on, Alex.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: He didn't expect if, there to have to be a second if you're, if you're, if joke. You're, if, you're, if,
1: you're, if you're not as logical and rational as me and Riley, then maybe you need to reconsider your life choices.
3: Okay, so I actually have uh, played the board game Class Struggle, which stems <gasps> from the 70s, is designed to teach people, uh, designed to teach school students about communism. Uh, okay. you, it, my favourite thing about it is it comes with simple rules and complex rules and <laughs> complex rules are more accurate to the real relations between <laughs> classes in society yeah. so for instance, in the simple rules you just roll a dice and the highest number goes first but in the complex, are the complex rules
2: w- are the complex rules just a transcript of Das Kapital? Kapital? I mean pretty
3: much <laughs> in board game rule term uh, in the complex rules. <laughs> They're all Bill
4: Maher's rules just written I'm, out I'm into I'm now a book.
0: proposing that uh, we all get together at some point over the summer and, and play, play a game class of, of class struggle. Oh, it's, I mean,
2: it's really difficult to get hold of, though. Um, there was a copy in... We found a copy in um, the the, t- the part of Birmingham where I live at the moment, um, and it was... Eight, I think it was about £80. Pounds. Yeah, 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 no, it's, it's like... Because it's just... It's rare. They only made it for, like, so long... Um, and it's I, the it, only it, ideologically
3: pure board game. That's so. also true. Yeah, <laughs> and that, Uno, that of
2: definitely definitely pushes the market value. <laughs> but no, it, if you try and get a copy. Like, on eBay or and, whatever, it's like, you're going to be fucking
0: and, and if, like Hussein, you were actually in the phrenologist for Father's Rights Club, <laughs> then, of course, you'd know that Settlers of Catan is the other only ideologically pure board game. Hussein Kizvani, I'm back. I
1: haven't been on a couple of episodes. Oh, well, you weren't um, on
0: two of the solos, and you weren't on... Well, no, the I, one with the gaming is going to come out later next week. I'm, so. I'm
1: working on a solo, um, which is very exciting, and better than Riley's. Um, so watch out for that. Um, it's very, very entertaining if, like, what I'm doing will work.
4: Hussein's cam girl debut. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
3: the tips are going to be low because it's a fucking podcast.
4: <laughs> I promise yeah. you, I'm naked. Get those hearts going <laughs> for If boy, you yeah. want to
3: see more, send Bitcoin.
1: <laughs> uh, besides... Besides podcasting, I'm also um, an amateur like, Yu Gi Oh card player. Yu Gi Oh is Marx's Praxis. You'll know. I think Yu
0: Gi Oh is um, definitely Silicon Valley liberalism because you're trying to sort of arrange and optimize a series of resources that you're deploying until, much like Mark Zuckerberg is trying to do, you can build Exodia, <laughs> uh, the Forbidden One. That's what he wanted all, all, all of our data from Facebook for, is so he can, he can ultimately summon an ancient Egyptian god. And then, you know, his dark personality, Dark Mark Zuckerberg uh, will take
1: no, over. No, no, no. You've got this wrong. Because dark Mark Zuckerberg
4: <laughs> Yugier, is uses Cambridge Analytica to predict the moves of his opponents based on which kind of pumpkin they would be according to this quiz. Dark, <laughs>
1: dark Mark Zuckerberg is actually uh, Matt Hancock. Um, Matt Hancock MP. Oh, fuck.
4: <laughs>
1: Matt Hancock MP. Um, Exodia, my friend. It's fucking Zodia right there. <laughs>
0: Matt Hancock MP is going to summon Exodia. That's, I think he knows, so, he knows exactly what really he, he knows
1: exactly what he's doing. All the like the fucking centrists, like they're all like deleting their Facebook accounts. Matt Hancock knows what the fuck he's doing. He's you know come to my utopia,
0: Milo. You want to want to introduce yourself or introduce what we can hear of you, uh, and then we can get into the content.
4: Fun, yeah. Hi, uh, yeah. My names my names Milo Edwards. Uh, currently located in in Russia at the other end of what is a very dodgy internet connection. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Milo_Edwards, Edwards. And I've never played a game of Yu-Gi-Oh in my entire life.
2: Good. That's what I like to hear. I was I was feeling very alienated by that conversation actually because <laughs> it felt like being nine years old again when all of the boys wouldn't let me play Yu-Gi-Oh with them. And then when I when I realised that, I realised that I'm the only person in the entire world who's ever not been cool enough to play Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you
1: were yeah. going to say that's, that's when I realised I was female. Yeah. <laughs> right, I, was, yeah. I thought
2: you were going to say that's I thought you
1: were that's say, when I had my feminist <laughs> awakening.
0: I thought you were going to say that's when I realised a woman in her mid twenties shouldn't hang out in a school. <laughs> <laughs> hey. A. Come on, guys. Let Mid to late 20s. So now we've gotten... We've, we we have got there. We, we got there at the end after having been <laughs> relentlessly distracted. Alex is looking at a wrist that doesn't have a watch yeah, on no, it. I left my watch at home. No, we, we've, always, we've switched to smartphones, so eventually the next like fake time thing is pretending to pull a thing out of your pocket. Really it's squirming be a, in the chair. I, uh-huh. uh,
3: I just need to performatively check the time, but I'm wearing tight trousers. Fuck! <laughs> This is this Why? is cute
2: actually. I should point this out. Um, I, uh, I told I told my mum that I was going to be on the on the radio, um, and she and she went, oh, what station? And I realized like, I I didn't explain at all <laughs> how like, any that, of this worked. Yeah, yeah. That we don't know. We don't do that anymore, mother. I'm sorry.
0: Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the Rude Crew in the morning,
1: <laughs> because John Bolton is now in the White House, and we're like pretty much basically going to go to war with like three different countries, um. You know, we will have to, like... Our backup for doing this show is going to have to be through, like, potato radio or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we are going to have to learn how to, like, actually broadcast this, like, you know, from the trenches.
3: I mean, I intend to just hammer out my articles in bark on the edge of a tree and <laughs> wait for someone else to pass by and read what I think about, you know, the last well, tree is it, bark
0: I read. In, in that case, your articles would be about what? Like, stone tools, have yeah, they gone too like- far? <laughs> Oh, my God, caveman black mirror would be incredible. (laughs) (laughs) I I guess I have fire, but what about too much fire?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I reckon that, like, when the draft happens, right, we're going to, like... You know, we'll go on like the special journalist stream of the military. We'll oh, be like, cool. you know, we're going to be propaganda. You know, so we so yeah. So it'll be like it'll be like propaganda laced good podcast content, and Liz <laughs> tr- and, and Liz Trust will like oversee it, and mm. she'll kind of say, "I thought it was a great show, guys, but like you need to use the relevant hashtags." Um, Liz Trust,
0: famous for using very relevant hashtags. That's uh,
2: not the right MP. That's Amber Oh, hell yes. oh shit. I'm, really
1: sorry,
2: <laughs> I'm really sorry. Hashtag man. Tories
0: without oh, yeah, a if you I you didn't know, that out. favourite rap album.
1: Yes, this show, which is um, famed for its accuracy <laughs> <laughs> and, att- and attention to detail. <laughs> and then we wonder why we don't get sponsorship or picked up anywhere. <laughs> um, okay, well, I reckon she'll still be the one who's up. Because, so Liz Truss at the moment, she um, I read today that she is basically trying to encourage other Tory MPs to be like more online. Yeah. Because... Mm-hmm that's going to be the way that they're going to win the next election. Because incredibly
2: she thinks she's good at it. Also and that's seen, terrifying. Have you
3: seen the motivation for why she has started that? Yeah.
4: Yeah. She, I mean,
3: she, she fucked up and became a meme for her pork products thing. Uh, and that yeah. convinced her that she needed to be good at the internet. And now she thinks she's good at the internet. So she's she, done that. So she she's got, tweeting with so, hashtags.
1: So she got owned and the most rational reaction to getting massively owned is to be more extremely online. Yeah. I feel that, like that's a second best Twitter strategy next to Peter Hitchens one, which is just like not follow anyone (laughs) not not follow any form of linear time block Um, everyone block anyone who asks you obsessively name
0: search
2: (laughs) do you remember this is another university thing but do you remember that when i chaired that i don't know if you went to that panel um the society that i actually did um was part of um we chaired a panel um that peter hitchens was on because like york alumni used to invite peter hitchens all the time and he just used to show up and yeah and I'm I'm gonna actually dunk on a load of my male, like very close male friends now, but um, I was the only woman who was high up enough in the society that it made them look good. Um, if I chaired it, they were like, "Yeah, the last three were chaired by men." So, do you want to do this? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I get to sit there and kind of deal with P. Hitchens. It was it was yeah. quite, it was quite intimidating. He's a very nice he's a very nice man, but um, in that that is just purely to cloak the evil,
1: right? So I found out two things about Peter Hitchens from the one time that I met him, because uh, I wasn't a particularly political person for most of my university career. Mm. Um, so I found out
4: first of all that he tips well on the cam girls. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: so so he he was at Alcuin College, which was the same as my college, oh, and nice. I think he lived in the same building as me. Um, so, a bit creepy. Hmm? A bit creepy. Yeah. <laughs> so I've been thinking now that like I could have been sleeping on the same bed as Peter Hitchens uh even creepier yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um that's he, why
0: you're so rational
1: yeah yeah that's why like i'm really rational and logical and like i'm also like an excellent phrenologist and, like
0: women are just intimidated by <laughs> it, right that's the that's the problem yeah. <laughs> um
1: and he always tells a story about like how he was like a proper marxist and how he's like s- yeah how he like stormed into a lecture theater um uh, reciting das Kapital or something mm. like that um, that would be a long storm in yeah <laughs> really
3: you you started a long way away or you didn't make it through linen exchange <laughs> no,
0: I, I, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna rest control of the podcast back because we do have an itinerary that's true
2: sorry
0: we have a, we have a we have a trip down in, in, in intellectual uh, well not stimulation but uh, something <laughs> certainly not nothing well no nothing we have <laughs> we have your ears to right. fill for an hour because you're boarding your commute on Ew, probably Monday um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fill them oh, yeah. with gentle kisses. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have two main things to get through today. Um, first, we are going to talk about very regular blog uh, Guido Fox <laughs> uh, and how it reacted to the idea that there might possibly be a uh, a, a left wing child's clothing company. Not well. Um, and then uh, uh, Alex is going to bestow some of his infinite. Uh, Infinite, uh, infinite wisdom. Uh, on, Alex looks terrified.
3: I'm going to talk shit. Alex and is going to hope bestow that no some one of, calls me up on
0: it. Alex is going to bestow some of his infinite right, wisdom on us uh, about the uh, sort of so the, a lot of this Cambridge Analytica shit that's been flying around. Why I seem to be burping so much. And also, uh, how U- Uber seems to have killed someone. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry, that's not funny. <laughs> uh, I mean, we can, we can, get, we can see if what we can do about it. You know, maybe oh. we can add some sound effects. <laughs> but look, first things hmm. first.
2: I, th- I think that my mom will have stopped listening by now, so it's probably okay. <laughs>
0: okay, oh, all
4: the burps will have Uber away. is disrupting the Hitman model. The...
3: <laughs> <laughs> what new... was the Bitcoin bounty on that woman? <laughs>
0: <laughs> into a future where AI cars are going ba- to contract with other AI cars it's to murder the human overlords that's how the cars universe started <laughs> I, t- I already
2: told you there's a very good line in going down the route of critical theory in ki- of kids films like it turns out that it's a lot more enlightening than you would think
0: so really Jordan Peterson is the intellectual we need for our time <laughs> There you oh, go. Sorry. shit. I've done sorry.
2: through it again, have <laughs> you, you,
1: you should I? should. Pitch. Gordon Peberson. We, <laughs> we should pitch this to, like, Quillette. You know, that, you know that weird magazine that, like, pretends to be, like, really intellectual, but it's just filled with, like, right-wing dweebs? They no. would, like, really... That is something
2: that only you know about, I can promise you. Okay, I've so I'm going
1: pit, to pitch it to Quillette and get that Quillette money. Um, and then we'll use it to uh, fund uh, various left-wing podcasts. Approaches our, our
0: yeah. of uh, class struggle. Uh, by which we mean your tracksuit. I really want a tracksuit still. I want it so good. <laughs> God I want I, I Do you want am to hike the price. Someone get someone get Riley so a delivery tracksuit. Maybe. <laughs> uh, but first, so um, we've, yeah, alluded, we've alluded to these t shirts uh, quite a bit. Uh, Edie, what what are we talking about with these t shirts? What, uh, what, what, what is your relationship to the market? <laughs> I, heard you, I heard you're a petty bourgeoisie and not am, a business. I
2: am now. Yeah, I, I, I make things in my... A classic
4: first date question. Um,
2: and some tankies are really mad. Um,
0: <laughs> Don't worry. A lot of... Lo- like, my, like my mom's liberal husband. Is very angry at me that uh, Trash Future is selling shirts. Oh, I thought you were a communist.
2: Right, yeah. And so no. on. So this he is,
0: doesn't sound like
4: that. So,
2: what, I, what I've learned over <laughs> the course time. of this. <laughs>
0: yeah, my pirate stepdad.
4: <laughs> <laughs> sort of pirate come 19th century industrialist.
2: So, essentially, um, yeah, I set up a, an independent printing press, and what I am um, just like screen printing things in my kitchen. Um, And what I have learned over the course of this is that genuinely nobody cares as much about socialist praxis as conservatives. (laughs) Um, They get really mad if they think that you're not doing it right. Um, So uh, yeah, I... um, It's very difficult for me to know exactly how to to explain this, but basically I had an idea in a pub and um, I'm kind of like an arty person. Oh God, that makes me sound like such a dickhead. (laughs) oh oh, i hate me too it's okay i like making things um and i got two degrees and nobody wanted to give me a job still and that was making me feel bad about myself so i reached a point where i thought um i'm gonna do something else and 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 sell stuff and and by uh while selling it i'm gonna try and balance out the fact that i'm doing that um with it it being kind of stuff that has like tongue-in-cheek socialist values. So I set up um, a shop where I sell kids' clothes um, with basically like cute kind of left-wing slogans on. Um, Stuff like, my bestseller is a t-shirt that says class snuggle. Um, There's also a bib that says eat the rich that does incredibly (laughs) well. Um, Toddlers against austerity, stuff like that. Um, the, the other the other kind of positive is that it really fucking winds up Lib Dems like they, they hate it so much oh my god it's great and that's always great for business whenever a Lib Dem finds it and is, is really mad about it um, and he's going oh yeah. this is this is Stalinism ah.
0: it, it's like we need to say toddlers who accept austerity as an unfortunate reality <laughs>
2: exactly yeah
0: <laughs> toddlers morally but not materially
3: against austerity <laughs> yeah. I love the idea that what Stalin really really wanted was to
4: wait do you reckon there's a similar like but conservative clothing company for toddlers out there somewhere and there is like a bib with like hashtag tories with attitude on it
2: there isn't but there will be and when there is i will know it's my fault
3: (laughs) i love love the idea that the most stalinist thing you can do is go out and buy like gentle puns for your children yeah
2: yeah precisely yeah that's what that's what i find really great so yeah, this is this is something that I'm doing now, and I'm also gonna. Um, so I screen print them myself in my kitchen, and um, I'm also gonna branch out into doing adult clothing. Um, and custom stuff. So, Hussein, you can get whatever weird shit you want it printed on a T-shirt. Yes!
3: <laughs> By adult clothing, you uh, mean like a shitload of leather, right? No, <laughs> no. no the stuff
0: with the yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, that is on the same website as the top No, I want the, <laughs> I, want,
1: I want the opposite. No, so I want one of those, like, I want like a chassis belt that says Little Comrade on there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what I like is that you could actually just make shitloads of leather and have the same class snuggle slogan on it.
4: <laughs> little, oh, daddy's sorry, little volcel.
3: cell it's <laughs> <So laughs> uh, snuggle so on the front and cummies uh, on the back at a
2: certain point Riley asked me if uh, I felt like printing some stuff for this podcast because he, he at the time I think I was probably the podcast only listener, something mm-hmm. like but that I um, think you still
0: might be <laughs> well you and Tom, now what happened when Guido Fox Guido Fox the guy from that terrible BBC Paul series, yeah. What Paul happened? Staines. What happened when Paul Staines leave from Kiss? Um, what what happened <laughs> when like he? Paul what happened when Logan Paul Staines discovered <laughs> your company? A lot. Uh... <laughs> Guido Fox, the website version of the fray is a lot
4: going on there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So.
4: <laughs> the West Staines massive.
2: So I am. I am still working another job. And what was what was really particularly stressful about about um, the day that this happened was I just finished like a really really long day at um, my other job, um, and 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 my my kind of screen printing business had been going really well, like much better than I expected. In that people were buying things, um, and I wasn't really ready for the kind of the amount of attention that um i ended up getting um but yeah i was just knocking off from my other thing and somebody uh kind of messaged me on twitter and was like have you seen this guido's got you and i thought oh that was coming but (laughs) so then immediately um i had lots of angry uh conservatives in my mentions and just like just like gammon men gammon the gammon but they weren't all men either because that's the thing like normally i'm I'm very willing to call everybody gammon because there's a lot of gammon around (laughs) um, these days except
0: here of course which is the caliphate of tower hamlets
2: there's no gammon
0: where none of that's allowed yeah more of like yeah, a that, that shit's haram. <laughs> the, shawarma, the shawarma men. <laughs> <laughs> the shawarma, <laughs> shawarma <laughs> men who mean, who mean no harm to anybody except their cousins. The, the, the lamb she, she the should The devious be, cousin who I'm took over their business. diarise that in
3: 40 years. Throw that back in your face <laughs> saying.
2: the same. What happened is that um, Guido Fox had written a blog post um, because somebody had tipped him off. Um, somebody somebody that i i know who it is oh he has
4: people everywhere truly
2: i i know who it is and i'm not going to name who it is on this podcast um but i do know who it is we've
4: got
3: them here (laughs) behind the screen doors
2: (laughs) yeah um and then yeah he just wrote a blog post about this going like uh corbin easter uh, under under his tag the loony left
3: Mm. um, he he banned this sick filth Do you yeah how would you verb that Yeah, yeah. He banned this sick filth. Oh yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, exactly. Down with this
2: sort of thing. yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
3: because you know we can't
0: be, we can't be, you know indoctrinating babies with, mm. with anything, we need to indoctrinate them with what's natural, you know, like through games about the free market
3: yeah. <laughs> Babies who can famously read what's printed on their own chest Exactly, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> no, like They're so good at reading that they can actually go back and, so, and, and, so and songs
4: about a man who may or may not have been an egg who was reassembled by the king and a massive waste of public <laughs> resources
1: <laughs> it's, it's another Jordan Peterson thing, because in his book he talks about how like he got stared down by a two year old <laughs> um and like one of the lines in his book is something it, it goes something along the lines of like this this two-year-old infant decided in that very moment in this playground that he's in with his kid that he just that he just didn't want to respect adults anymore um and it's taps into this really weird oh, yes. this really weird thing about like conservatives jordan pearson got toddler cucked. Yeah, he got cut. <laughs> he got, got cut by a. Two, he got cut by a two-year-old, and now he has to give him.
0: Do we know the identity of
2: this two-year-old?
4: The,
0: the, the Albert. Al- al- two-year-old grew up to be Albert Einstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the, that's the thing, right? Like there, Barack there, Obama. there is this like <laughs> there is this like weird ancient, um, like they're borderline is it ancient Greek mania among the um among conservatives mm-hmm. who are sort of probably you know keen to start handing out the hemlock. Um, that you know that anyone who isn't. Going to be pushing some narrative of some some very kind of like hegemonic sort of basically white basically male basically straight narrative is somehow corrupting the youth from what's natural, right. as though you know in like you know early druidic societies you know it was you know what it is is they basically imagine that the past was the Flintstones and that you know. And throughout, it all was basically so- yeah. the
3: same as now, but just with cars that you scoot along on your feet. Yeah, it's, yeah. Like,
0: it's like they imagine that there was this this kind of natural society, but and that like men have always been wearing neckties. It's just they used to be more raggedy. Like yeah. that's the great thing about capitalism is we got more clean neckties than we used to have as you know fucking Neanderthals. Yeah, uh, I know that you know Neanderthals and humans were divergent species. Apart from, like, from when fucking, Russians like, watch the Vikings and they think, "Where did
3: they get this technology?" <laughs>
2: right, but it's- so so I think that like I. <laughs> I think that um, my my preference um, for my kind of n- as if I have like a business plan, I do not have a business plan because
0: um, yeah, you're a communist.
2: Exactly. <laughs> uh, yes, precisely. Yeah, it fucks with it a little bit. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're of the
1: loony have left. Have you ever listened to a Jay Shetty podcast? I
2: have not.
1: <laughs> CEO mindset. Yeah,
2: maybe. I know, I know, and 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 I hate that about myself because I keep thinking. <laughs> I keep thinking that possibly I'm the only person who's ever listened to this podcast and then, as a result, decided to go out and have a CEO mindset <laughs> like, <laughs> instead of just being like, that's a lot of shit. No, you, you, but that's are, actually not
0: true. you are kind of our CEO mindset. You're, appe- you're appealing to tomorrow's teens in a very yeah. haphazard way that's full of
1: puns. Also, yeah. whenever, whenever Riley publishes an episode, he always sets it under the business section. Of app. so We'll always show up in the Apple <laughs> business section on iTunes. Yeah, because we want to make...
0: We, if we can make even one CEO a little bit dumber, we'll destroy a little <laughs> bit of the capital
4: stock.
2: Oh, don't worry. You've done that job with me. Okay. <laughs> but
4: no, I, think, I think more that, like, dumb completely. CEOs. <laughs> and
2: and a good thing is that, like, every... So if I if I am having a slow week, um, or if I feel like I haven't got as many orders this week as I need, it's ve- it's pretty easy at this point to just, like, say... To kind of talk, DM a friend and say, "Can you um, leak me to Richard Angel or leak me to whatever Lib Dem counsellor or something?" <laughs> and then I will immediately get a storm of people going, "This must be very ill." And <laughs> and then and I and I I mean, basically, the answer to that is, don't buy it. The app that I use to manage my shop um, gives you a kind of dashboard overview of the last 30 days. Oh, you can see
0: the Guido spike.
2: Yeah, you can, yeah.
0: Oh, it looks like his hat.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: So So, I think the the conclusion to this story is uh, all the haters who are, are, are sort of trying to rip on Edie, like all that's happening is like, He's like, it just makes me stronger, baby.
2: Yep, that's it, basically. <laughs> oh, also, the, a very funny thing was that he responded to... So I, I should also say th- like, thank you to everybody who responded to um, Guido's kind of uh, like shitposting about me. Um, because loads of people... Incl- the, one of the funniest things was that loads of people, including... Um, people who I knew for a fact had already bought stuff from my shop were replying to his tweet as if this was how they'd been introduced to it. Going, oh my god, thank you so much! It's really this is great. Thank you for introducing me to this really great shop, Guido. Um And purely for the sake of just making his, him as mad as possible. Um, I feel like that's
1: that's the future of streetwear. So do you know, like, do you know the um, you know, Palace? Riley I, knows Palace, obviously. Yeah, for literally wearing. Oh, palace. of course you fucking yeah. do. So like, there's you know, so one of like Palace's like gimmicks when they first started was that they were going to make like really low res skateboarding videos Mm. and just kind of do guerrilla marketing as a way to get the brand out, right? This was like back in like the mid 2000s. Um, whereas I think now we exist in a time when, like, if you really want to get your brand out there, you basically have to, like, come, cul- you know, basically just have to, like, stir
0: up shit-tons of outrage. Gone, bit, yeah. yeah, it works. Um, which is what we're trying to do at Trash it Future and our genius mindset. we're selling T-shirts and we're communists. That must make you mad.
4: <laughs>
2: what, but what I liked about this, possibly the most, was, like, his response, because um, after... Uh, he got he got ratioed like to shit um on every time he posted um this this particular blog about me um and then uh he replied to loads and loads of people who'd said thank you for introducing me to this shop just with the words power of advertising so he kept doing that so so not just once but if you search like Uh power, he just kept doing it over and over again like and and effectively it became a stand-in for like i'm not owned I'm, yeah, not no. I'm not yeah. owned i'm not i've like, owned you just,
3: by teaching yeah. you that advertising works We're yeah most like, yeah. people on the left go like yeah advertising fucking works yeah. that's why it's evil I've
0: tricked you into spending money on a business you like you're he, the one
1: that's he, owned he actually owned you because he made your business successful precisely and which is the ultimate own we, yeah and therefore like you should just give him your company so yeah now that we've <laughs> all, now
0: I that we've do. all learned how to have a successful business uh why don't we <laughs> flip over and talk about how to have a scandal-ridden business how,
3: how to fuck your business make terrible mistakes in 20, in 2007 and don't, <laughs> don't correct them for eight years st- <laughs> and, <laughs> and then what? cover it up for another three that's
4: like that is We're, of course that could easily be like one of those new mindset that's like how to fail your way to success <laughs>